This is WDW Today. It's Friday, November 18th. 2022, and this is episode 1751 of WW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. And I'm Terry Weaver. And we got a pretty scaled down show today. And that's me, it. And that's <laughs> it today. No, not more people have quit. It's not, the last show we had was Matt Lott is leaving. Uh, it's not that. It just happened to be with the holidays coming up. People had some different schedules. So unfortunately, uh, the others are not on the show today. But Terry has just gotten back from a pretty big trip to Walt Disney World and to the thing. So I wanted to make sure that we spend a little time talking about that. And we could do that ourselves. Well, Terry, where you set this up, I'm going to do a little sharing into our WDW Today Facebook group. If you want to join, it is WDW Today Listener Group on Facebook. A lot of great conversation going on right now, specifically about what we're going to do, how the show is going to morph and evolve as we head into another year. Terry, we've been doing this for, I think we said seven years. We've been doing this for seven years? Seven. I mean, could that number be right? We we did the the 45th anniversary of Disney World Party. Yeah. And and we had already been doing it about a year, I think, at that point. Maybe more than a year. So- I would think we're on year seven. I think my girls were about to be born. Yeah, when we th- took over, and like because we had we took like a, a break in the new show when the girls were born. Right. So, so I think that it's been seven years uh, since we started doing this. Me, you, and Will took over for the original crew. So those people who are still out in there, look, I love the original crew. They're still like, I oh, can't, believe they, they, I can't believe they changed it. It's like it's been ne- closer to a decade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we're well on our way to passing them. So Yeah. So give me a little heads up what you did. Like, just set the stage for us while I share this. So left before Halloween, which, gosh, seems like 10 years it ago. Does. Whoa. <laughs> you were gone forever. Uh, and we went down to uh, Disney's Vero Beach Resort, which is there. The Which, GVC Resort. Every time you post, seems more and more attractive. As we see the parks go into some lunacy, every time I see that Vero Beach Resort, I'm like, this is calling my name. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, there's a beach, yeah. there's a pool. It was getting old. <laughs> there's a DJ playing some questionable 80s jams, and and uh, there's a bar that looks like it's in a from a golf course in 1977. Yeah, I do wish it was like a little bit more Disney. Like I wish they like put a little more sparkle to it. You know, they had character um dining a couple days a week before uh, the pandemic. Yeah. And that's kind of the one thing that hasn't made a comeback, but it definitely it definitely has this like old charming. And if you've never been to Vero Beach, I always describe that part of Florida like it's sort of like the part of the part of Tennessee we live in where it's like it's like John Deere and Lexus got in a collision, and that's where everybody just kind of camped out. Okay, you know, and so it's yeah. I don't like, think I've ever spent any time in specifically it, in Vero it, Beach. It's it's oddly upscale, but oddly like that's not really happening at Walmart right now, is it? You know, like it just it, you know, if, if if Florida man came into some money, he's moving to Vero Beach. Sort of like how Thirty A has become. There's like nice, and then there's also Panama City. Yes, you know, there's a big there's a big mix. Yeah, I would I would say it's. What what's really nice about it is there are places in Vero where you wouldn't even know you're at the beach because there's not all of the goofy. Okay, like there's gift not shops the Gatlinburg-ish. Yeah. You know, there's not the strip. There's not the Destin Strip in the Panama City area of just yeah. you know big giant gorilla on the side of the road. This water park. Yeah, all of a sudden you you know we went to Ocean cars. Ocean Girl, which is always our favorite. Which I say every time I go in there, I was like, if Logan was a restaurant, it would be Ocean Girl. Yeah, if my spirit was pushed into this place. Yeah, because it's like this restaurant that's obviously been there, you know. Yeah, you send me pictures. It does look like a lot of things that I have in my in my like man cave. <laughs> yes, it's like somehow pro wrestling, Kiss, and uh, Jimmy Buffett. And they, you know, and they decorate and they decorate for the holidays. And Halloween is like, like all the servers are decorated the, the, the week around Halloween, and it's just been kind of the time of the year that the thing kind of moved to, and we've kind of it's kind of become like our pre thing. Chill before you Chill. go do it's it. Yeah. Just, it's 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 we go there to kind of decompress. It's honestly been, um, and you're right. While it's la- lacking like that Disney sparkle, it still has that like, wow, this is actually relaxing. And I Disney, didn't, I didn't have to make a reservation or an, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have to I didn't have to use my app to do anything here. Because Disney opened those as sort of the first thing that DVC was going to be outside, outside of. of yeah. On property at Disney World and then later Disneyland. Yeah, and they have three of those. They have Vero Beach, um, Hilton Head, and Alani. Um, 
And Alani's probably what the most of that feels Disney-ish because it looks like that's where you see characters. Yeah, and- it's it's in Vero's kind of right in the middle. Um, it's but it is right on the ocean. I mean, we had an ocean view room. We always stay in the tower or in the I forget, the inn. They call it the inn, um, the inn view room. So it's just a you know basic hotel room with a you know some for, suite type features. For that, your DVC points, is it a good, go a good good yeah, way? I mean, I think it was like it's the it, it it's the same or less than Saratoga most of the time. So, I mean, for an oceanfront hotel room. Yeah, it works out for you. Yeah, and it's a good just relax. And they have a rest, restaurant. And then there's, of course, all of the um, – it kind of – Vero is kind of weird because it – half of it kind of is actually in Sebastian. And, like, the the resort is in Vero, but, like, downtown Vero Beach is, like, 25 minutes away. So it's just, like, on the edge. Yeah, and so it's, you know – and it's right down from uh, you know ninety five if you if you go to Port Canaveral, which we actually did. Leslie and I said, you know what we've never done? We've never seen a Disney ship like leave port. There's always those weird people. I thought that was one of your favorite things to do. I no, thought you did the wave. No, well, like we, we, we used to talk about this, Terry. Have you been lying to us? You used to say one of your favorite things, or maybe you just suggested it as something people could do. People could do, yeah. You know, like we've 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 always talked about like I always thought it was very odd. Yeah. Well. Oddly enough, if you drive around Port Canaveral, all of the like SpaceX boats are there, and I'm kind of a space nerd. That's cool. Yeah. So we saw both the the boat that goes out and like recovers the, the like that they, the the, the, the rockets land on, and the boat the boat that has the nest where they pull the the capsule out of the ocean. So that was super cool. That is cool. Um, in fact, that boat sits right next to a place called Fish Lips. Hell yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, not to be confused with Squid Lips, which is another. Oh, maybe I know that one. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was super super fun. We sat there. There was of course somebody singing Jimmy Buffett cover songs. And did they and, give you like Mickey Mouse hands or something? Wasn't there? I've seen people. Maybe people just bring. Those. I think people uh, bring their own hands. Yeah. It, it, we had never seen the witch sail and off and like so we went. We were on our way and knew that we were going to kind of like. It's like I would feel horribly to me. I'd be like in depression. I'd be like I want to be on you. Yeah, well, not here on land. <laughs> but Cocoa Beach is sort of sort of has that like kitsch. Oh, that yeah. you don't get. So we went to Ron John's and that's fine. Yeah, it was just. I, so from there, or from Orlando, from there to get to Vero is how long? A couple hours. It's like ninety minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And, unless your rent a car has a nail on the tire, then it takes a little longer. Did that happen? Yeah. You know, and I'll say this: I mean, air, travel is still very, very interesting right now. Um, and the rent a car fleet has uh, has definitely seen better days. Yes, I've had pretty rough experiences. Yeah, I mean everything. I mean, we've as had you know, is- I told the story of me throwing the thing over the <laughs> over the the, yeah. the fence. That you can go back and listen to that. But it feels like every time it's like you're having to settle for yeah. a lot of like cars that aren't cleaned properly, yeah. that are in bad shape. Like it's it's kind of reoccurring. Yeah, and I mean we had a full size SUV, so this Joker was, you know, this was a thirteen hundred dollar car rental for two weeks. You know, it's a a big chunk of cash, you know, but it was, you know, a, a Yukon or whatever, like half of the knobs. And then so we got to go visit the uh, Melbourne, uh, Florida airport, which if you're looking for an alternative to fly into central Florida. So how did you fly? You flew into Melbourne? Directly? No, we flew no. into Orlando, but we had to go return it. And oh, because no the car. car. I'm sorry. I'm there was no cars. We took it to a place so like, yeah, we're the one that fixes the, the tires for Enterprise and for Alamo, but it'll be four hours. And I'm like. I don't got four hours, man. Yeah. I got I got Hanson to go see it up. Oh, that's tonight. right. Um, and so, yeah. Um, so give you a different car. It, just literally almost the same car. They kind of they do that weird thing that people are people do when it's like you know I, we're not supposed to do this. I'm like you are actually. I called your 800 number. Right, they right. said to go here, and they always act like they had never heard of like you or the company. It's like have you heard of Alamo Rent a Car? Do you the logo on your shirt? That's right. who I called. Um, it's like well, I didn't talk to anybody. You know, it just it's just kind of the Bring patience when you travel. If you're traveling for Thanksgiving or the holidays, just know that maybe if you haven't been someone that's traveled regularly, it's it's a different it's a different animal out there yeah. than it used to be. Yeah, I've had some of those issues too. But you know, we've we've traveled a lot during the pandemic stuff. We traveled a lot by car, um, so we were we're really running into that. But now that we've picked up with some of our air travel. We've noticed that that, that we've gotten some places where we're like we just don't. We know you have reservation. We know you paid for it, but sorry, we don't have a car. And then yeah. you have to like scramble and figure that out. But so you went to. This was pre thing. You went to the food and wine. And we, we we just we just went to diner whatever the dine dine in whatever they call the dine. You bought you get a package. Saying. 
Oh, to get a ticket. You get a package to get a ticket, so you don't have to fool with the stress of it all. Because so that's what I have. I have that for uh, Christmas. For candlelight. For New- what, for MPH? Or? Yeah. So yeah. in a couple of weeks, I have that. So how does that process, because probably similar, how does that work? I, so, I've only done it. Only dining package I've ever done is at Disneyland for World of Color. Oh. Or I think, or maybe Fantastic. I think World of Color, back when World of Color was like you had to have a. Oh, yeah. Or you couldn't. You had it. a reservation spot, you know. Yeah. It was uh, super simple. We, we went to La Cellier, uh, which was. Better than ever. Um, That's good. I had a I had a bison that was absolutely stunning. I mean, it was just like wow, this was a fantastic, a stunning bison. <laughs> no, it's just bison's one of those things that if you if you get a good, it's, oh, no, it's great. Yeah, it's a fantastic. I always try to get stuff when I go out to eat that I can't get anywhere. So I feel like the Canadians were back because last time there were no Canadians. There, there were no Canadians. There was no flags and there was no people in the shirts were the you know the Epcot flag shirts. The, uh, yeah, we guess we ate there during the, like the right when Disney reopened, and it was just the food was rough. The, so everything was everything was just like I mean everything was weird then anyway. But that's good because I've been looking for honestly right now we have the beer garden for the I've been trying to decide. I have seen some openings to switch from beer garden to uh, the garden grill, and I had the garden grill last time. It was it was fine, but they're both. But I think it's actually a little more money. They're both prefix and both. You know, kind of on the edge of being more expensive than really they should be. So I'm still maybe just purely based on location going to go with Beer Garden. Uh, I liked Garden Grill a lot. How far is your show after your dining reservation? Like three hours. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's like I think we have a two o'clock ish reservation, and then and you're like it shows at five fifteen or something. So don't worry about it. make the decision. Do on they what give you, you a ticket or is it on your phone or how it's does it a uh, like backstage pass on that you have to actually put on your clothing? Like a physical, they give you when like you, when you check in. Like it's a sticker. And you get that when you check into dining? When you check out, when you pay your bill, there's like all of that there. So definitely make sure, yeah. especially you guys being a larger party, make sure that you've got get all of them. And you go, okay, so you eat, you and eat, then you go and line you, up? Or how you can it? go line up, or I think we 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 went and rode Ratatouille, and then had um, Escart. I don't think we, we know we didn't eat anything, because obviously we just eaten dinner, yeah. but just kind of hung around and then made our way. That line is on that side. On that side, you line up on, like the, the, France on the, side? On the France side okay. versus the the standby line is in Italy. If you're in America, if you're look, it would be if you're looking at the stage, you line up on the left. On the, on the left, yes. Okay, uh, yeah. and that's probably the same for candlelight. I assume it's the same. Yeah, it's the process. same for all of those. And it was pretty simple. Like you've got a decent seat. You you've got a good. decent seat. We were like on the fourth row. Yeah, it was dead center. We were happy. It was fun. They look, played a great set. Yeah, Hanson's weird because. I think they're probably one of the handful of there, there's a handful of bands and I'm sure that's the case, but like there was a lot of those women that were there. There were those every moms show. that came to every show. I know plenty of them that came and they mix it up. They yeah. change. The, they play they a couple the, of the hits always. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a smart. It's a smart way to do it, I guess. But yeah, these people are using it as their for real like concerts. So every show you're getting a different set. Yeah. With just a couple hits to make sure that everyone is happy. Yeah. But no, they're great. They're, and they left they, off some of their bigger hits. So okay. Like, and like they did like an acoustic unplugged version of Umbop, just because I mean, how many times have they played that? Yeah, they'll come up with a different way to yeah, do like, it. Yeah, like the the emo Umbop. I like that though. They're they're a great band. I haven't yeah. seen them in many years, but always were cool. And I, it was I, super I cool. They played uh, Born for This, or is it Made for This or Born for This? I was made for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is kind of the theme of like what the thing the thing is about. Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of their closing number. So it was cool. It was a cool like, okay, now I'm going into thing mode. And that was really the only park. Oh, and then we left there and went to Top of the World Lounge. Luckily, I Top had, of the World's Villains Unleashed or whatever it is. Yes. It's still that. Uh, I I had made friends with the manager and she knew that I was coming in later than the week. So like, luckily I was able to like, I send a text. Yeah, and just like, can we come? <laughs> yeah, and so she got us right up. Like literally, she gave us the. There's a table in the middle of the room, so I took a couple of our thing folks up there after we kind of did that. And it's still a great spot. I've been up there in years now, but it's a great spot. Um, the villains theming is still kind of like, and it's sad because they're turning people away to come, but there's like 11 people up there. You know, it's just yeah. like it's unnecessary. And I wanted to, I wanted to go because it was the Halloween. You know, it was the Hall- last Halloween party, and so those fireworks weren't till like 10:30 or 11. So late, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't bought tickets to. I don't even have Christmas. I think there was one Christmas party when we were there that still had tickets. Yeah, they were they were down the two or three that had tickets. Yeah, and I didn't. We didn't buy them. And and it's nothing against the. We love. The, we actually have done both the Christmas and Halloween party. I think and, the Christmas party is my favorite of all the parties. It's not. It's fun. Uh, we just we're not there all that long, and to 
spend another, even the, as a pass holder, the pass holder price was still like. I mean, for your family, you're talking about. Yeah, it's us plus one person that comes with us. So it's like 600 bucks. Yeah, probably more than that. And yeah, I think it's more than that. And then pull taxes and fees for sure. And we're already annual pass holders. So we, we had a, we have, we're going to the Magic Kingdom, I think the day of a party, because we know that the crowd levels drop. We usually yep. have to get out of there before it gets uh, insane as people are coming in. Yeah. So we know we're going to probably go in the morning, spend the morning at Magic Kingdom. I think we're just doing, I think we're just going to do Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Uh, you know, hollow Christmas, we're really going for the Christmas kind of stuff. And there's not all that much that happens. I mean, I know there's stuff now at, at Hollywood Studios, but. Yeah, I, Epcot has kind of embraced the, the what Disneyland does at California Adventure with the dying around the world kind of vibe. So mm-hmm. we're kind of, you know, the, the festivals of Epcot. Yeah. So there's definitely some food. There'll be some food things that you guys might want to do. Like, a, yeah. you know. And there's all the Santa stuff and all the different. Yeah. The, I the, like all of that. The storytellers. I yeah. think it's probably my favorite Christmas park. Same. Um, just because it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I love all of that. And then on the Magic Kingdom, it's just, it's decorated. It's the Magic you love, Kingdom. You love yeah. the way it looks. So we're going to do both of those. Um, okay. So you did that. You went to. Then it was started the thing, so you were in work mode. But you was, did the VV, uh, you yeah, did a VIP tour. Yeah, we did a VIP tour on on Thursday, uh, Tuesday night. We went took took, took the gang to Morimoto. The Morimoto people were awesome. Got us a big table. We had a great time there. And great. Then, um, and then we were at the Wyndham Disney Springs, which uh, where I, I can almost officially announce we'll be, we'll be back there for twenty twenty three. It was a great experience. W- walking distance, walking distance to Disney Springs is hard to beat. Um. And so our people loved it, and so we're going to be back for sure. Um, it looked cool, like all the all the pictures I saw. It looked like it was a, a yeah, good spot it was a, for it. it was a fun event. So we did we did Steakhouse seventy one. Everybody had to meet at Steakhouse seventy one, kind of for brunch, and then which is good, yeah, solid, solid, especially for breakfast. That's, I mean, that's what I mean. Solid. Yeah, I haven't been there. Honestly, I haven't been there for any other meal, but I've been to breakfast twice, and both times you can get in typically, and the food is. Good, really good. Yeah, I mean, and then if you're going to the parks, if you have a contemporary reservation, you're at the contemporary. You hop on the monorail, you go to to Magic, or you just walk, and it's great. It, yeah. it depends, obviously, how you get there and how you park, but there are ways that you can do it, and it's it's good. And it's like I said, obviously, it's not character dining, it's nothing like that, but it's chill, and the food is good. Weirdly, their breakfast drinks are good. <laughs> There's some yeah, they have weird... great some good little breakfast cocktails. Yeah, if you want it? Yeah, maybe I've tried one. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, that coffee drink that a bunch of our people got, and that looked that's super fun. So super fun. Yeah, awesome. Great way to start your day. And then we <laughs> we did some kind of tales with McNair in the lobby, telling some Imagineering stories. All right. And then we had two because we were a group of twenty. We had two VIP guides. Yeah, because it's what over ten or over, over 10. ten. You have yeah, to have ten another. per group. Um, and you know the VIP guy kind of revealed something that I'm probably going to really anger some of our hardcore Disney fans and maybe our travel agents. Uh-oh. We're approaching a time at Walt Disney World where the only way that you can go, if you want to truly experience the parks. Not like someone like Logan and I might go if we were on a solo trip where we're like, who cares if we ride two or three things? Yeah. But if you want to go see stuff and do stuff. Everything. Yeah. You're going to need to get a VIP guide. It's. Which is crazy. Which is crazy to think that you're talking about a four (laughs) to $6,000 spend (laughs) a day. Not to mention the fact of, you know, obviously this week we've had park tickets. I mean. Yeah, we can talk about that. When the thing started, dude, in 2017, I took people to the Magic Kingdom. We had after 1 p.m. convention tickets. Those tickets were $79 in 2017, which we're not talking about this like it's, you know, back in my day in 1992. You know, we're talking about 2017. Um, It was $79 for those tickets. The tickets that we had this year with tax were like $225 for Hopper tickets. That's One day, one day theme park tickets. So two twenty five. Oh, because it's a hundred plus, and then the extra for Hopper. Hopper, yeah. And so, and the interesting thing is about some of the people wanted to make them like two days. Well, they have a new restriction on two days that realized like most of your multi days you get like ten days to use them. The two days you only get like three. So if we had to go on Thursday, they had to, they couldn't go back on Monday if they extended their ticket, which I thought was crazy. Yeah. So we met there, and then they literally took us straight to the back of. Um, 
the Safari, which, you know, the real benefit, there's two benefits. You know, the Disneyland, when you do the, which I, I had never done a Walt Disney World tour, which is very different than doing them at Disneyland because you don't need transportation. The real benefit in Disney World is they take you backstage. Yes. And you can avoid. They drive you, know, you back. They drive you, you back. You hop out. Which, going backstage at a Disney park, some of my people were like, is this a nuclear facility that we don't about know say, about? For your group, who is probably into the behind-the-scenes look of things and all that, mostly adults or all adults, pretty yeah. much what, I get it. I did it with my kids, and yeah, it's a little bit like, this is what's back here? Great. You know, it's like you said, it looks, it looks like a warehouse area, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely places where it's like, in particular where you go, you know, Animal Kingdom, you literally, you literally, you know, it's like, hey, the dumpsters, the dumpsters of the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you did that. So you, it, you, they dropped you off there. Dropped us off there. We literally walked right on to the to the safari, had a safari truck to ourselves, and then uh, they met us with some waters, and we headed to Hollywood Studios. Oh, you just did that? Animal we just Kingdom. did that. Uh, we kind of voted, just like Avatar. Is anybody? We had one person that wanted to do Avatar, and I was like. I'll buy you a ticket just to come back and do Avatar. Um, and she was in a scooter, so like it's someone who it was one of our speakers, and they were. It, Avatar would have added another probably hour. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you don't get front of line access. That is you, something that people I think maybe have. Uh, it's a little misleading. It's not misleading. It's just like it. Sometimes you will get straight on. Yeah, sometimes some you. Will. I mean, um, you really should. Yes, the amount of money you're paying. And here's the deal: you should be jumping right on board. We were there. Now, granted, it happens to be the weekend of a of a of a food and dine and wine. Or, it's still the parks were real busy. Yeah, you know, even though Bobby Chapek guaranteed that if we had park reservations, he was guaranteed. He literally used the, the phrase "best experience." I'm guaranteeing <laughs> the best experience. Well, here I'm here to tell you, Bob, not. Yeah. Um, now, granted, we the price is wrong, Bob. The price is wrong. <laughs> I'm seeing Adam Sandler come uh-huh. in from the distance and slide tackling it right now. That's I'd watch that on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, the the what was what, what was interesting about it is just how much we were able to do and how much we weren't able to do. Now, granted, twenty people is a massive group of humans to move through the parks. Yeah, but if you're paying the but it's not like you got this for free. No. No. If you are paying that money, it should live up to the hype. And I've had this problem with the VIP tours as well, where sometimes it is you sit there getting very frustrated because you do feel like I spent a ton of money to alleviate a lot of this pressure. And I they mean, don't have, sometimes they don't have the, it seems like they have the authority to do really what they need to be able to do. And I know that that is, we're talking to extreme situation yeah. here, but like you just said, you need to be able to have a, you're telling people they, they need a VIP tour guide to do everything and you still... Can't do really everything. do everything. Yeah, and I'm actually going to share at the end of this my last, our kind of last thing we did because we we got stuck with a hurricane. Yeah. So I want to. Sh- I, I think you hit the nail on the head on, on, on yeah. something that's really wrong at Disney right now that I think Disney could easily fix, and it's what made Disney great, and I think it's what's keeping them from being great right now. But hang on to the end of the show. Okay. We'll, give, we'll put it. We'll put a pin in that. So we we we, we go and do after that. the Airbnb ad. Then we'll have that. <laughs> we'll have that moment. To, um. Which, you know, I'll be honest, I kind of missed being at the Airbnb this year because it definitely, um, it gives you like a laid back extra. Yeah, I miss not being there all the time. So I understand. You know, it just gives, it adds like an extra like, it's yeah, chill. you, you got to get to. Uh, so they literally, they pulled us right up to Tower of Terror, uh, which for McNair, who helped create that attraction, was just super cool. You rolled up and that was the one time we had to like check our tickets. And of course, that whole experience didn't work. Yeah. Like. They're like, this iPad's garbage. Let's just go. Yeah, I think we had that too. And that and this was years ago. <clears throat> it's just like, what in the world? Yeah. Like largest company one of the largest companies in the yeah. in the globe. And if you're with this VIP tour guide, just assume they're doing their job. Just, yeah. Just go. You know? Yeah. And so we did that and then we went over to Rise the, the Resistance. Um, which was a bit of a long trek from there. But yeah. we, we did that and um And you had to wait? Or do they they hook it up? They hooked it up, but once we got in the building, I mean, it was backed up to the troopers. So once we got in the show building, it was probably oh, it's, yeah. At that point, I understand it's kind yeah, of it was like, probably twenty five minutes from there. It was definitely oh, I've never waited. I've never waited once you got in the building. I've never yeah, waited. I mean, it took twenty five minutes before we got to see Kylo. Wow, 
I didn't even know that could happen. I thought maybe five. Like it was oh, loaded. No. I mean, it was the, the both sides were loaded. And yeah, just waited. I mean, okay. it was just what it was. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know that there was. I've usually been like, and when we got the troopers, they're like, move it on. You know, well, you, and that was kind of their thing when we got to Hollywood Studios. It's like whatever we do, I know that your people are going to want to do other things. Because they, what's interesting is they have a Slack channel running, so they know what's up and what's down. So we went and did that. We went and did the Falcon. We did a group photo. The group photo was the one weird thing. Like, we went and did the group photo, but one of our guides had to go get in line. Like, he waited in line like a normal person, and once he got in line, is when we got our photo taken. For, for like a photo pass photo? Yeah. Oh. So we're standing outside. You know, it's it's 88 degrees. Yeah. On top of like the – and we're the sun is beaming down on us. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, I tipped those two those two guides more than I normally spend in a day in the parks. And so yeah. it was like – Again, yeah. sometimes not their, it's not their it's decision. It's not their decision. No. It's just – it's the – I don't know. I the, just, the rules are weird. They're the a rules weird. are weird. Yeah. If I was the kind of person that expected that kind of service on a regular basis, we might have had some intense fellowship at the end of that. Yeah. Because it definitely felt like... I mean, know, that's what essentially happened to us at Disneyland. I'll probably never do one at Disneyland again. We had one great experience the second time we did it, which my kids were little, and, probably, and that's why we did it, uh, to the point where they did have to like get someone on the phone with me to kind of talk me down. Because I'm like, we paid a ton of money. Like a ton. And at Disneyland, if it was more. And... It was the same kind of thing. It was like, what's the point? It was actually making things more complicated than less complicated. Yeah. Uh, the I travel think... thing is great at Disney World, the way you can hop in their yeah. uh, sprinter vans and just go. Yeah. So we did that, and then obviously we hung around. Everybody wanted to do Blue Milk. Um, and if you want to see, uh, we'll put in the show notes, Derek Frank, who's one of our listeners, uh, has attended a couple a, cu- a couple of the things, mm-hmm. did a vlog kind of breaking into the okay, VIP cool. day. So yeah. they, they, they'd all tried out the... Um, Rum and blue milk drinks, which I I never had those, but I don't think I have that either. I'm not like a huge fan of either. Like, they're fine, but it's just not my like. No, it's very sweet. It, it's not my like middle of the afternoon. <laughs> no, it, it on the it, Star Cruiser, it's unlimited blue and green milk. So oh. the kids, yeah, they had enough. They had enough of it. <laughs> now, now, if I was gonna do anything, I would do the punch at uh, Andy's dad's punch. Oh yeah, I've heard it, that. I've never had that. That's but, fantastic. Yeah. So then we went to Toy Story Land, did Slinky Dog. Um, Oddly enough, Slinky Dog tore some of our folks up. Like McNair and one of our other people both kind of got like, I don't know what it is about Slinky Dog. Like, it was just, it let's was just, I'm, I'm trying to be kind. Older people you're talking well, about Well, McNair here? was older. The other person was probably 39 or 42. Not, I'm going to go with not that old. Not that old? <laughs> no. I don't feel like that roller coaster is very intense, so I'm not really sure I what. I think it's that. It's the kind of the, the, the hill part. The, oh, the, okay. The, the what do you call that? The dragon tail or whatever they call that in the, yeah. in the, in the roller coaster world? Yeah. And so we did that. Bunny hops and bunny hops. Bunny, and then we, we were supposed to go do um, the runaway train, but that was, of course, down because it's the same ride architecture. And then we went to do Tower with McNair, and they brought us right up to the – they skipped the whole line for that and thing. brought us right cool. up to the – no, we had to do the pre-show, but once we did that, they brought us kind of around the line, and gotcha. we did that. And then we – they literally came and got us in the ride building, and we went to. So were uh, all twenty of you together the whole time? Like, was it? Yes. So they didn't split the ten. No, it was a ten and ten. No, and then we went to uh, literally right up to the back door of the ride building for Guardians and ride on Guardians. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that was the first time you did, no, you've done. It no, before. I've done Guardians several times. Was it Christmas? Yeah. No, not yet. I think it just becomes Christmas today. Today, actually. Oh, does it? I'm not sure the date. Might I'll look be it the up. 25th. For some reason, that sounds. It's not for a day. It's not till the end of the November. Gotcha. We were looking forward. That's my kids are kind of yep. on the line whether they want to do Guardians again. So my my girls were kind of mixed. I was like, Don't you want to go though for the to go with the Christmas music? And they're like, eh, yeah. I don't know. Looks like I think it's kicked in. No, and we. I mean, that was another one. Like, we waited. I mean, I mean, literally, we got pulled up to the building. Like, yeah, and we still waited. From the time we got in the building till the time we wrote it was probably 45 minutes. Okay, so you, they didn't walk you on to the Guardians one. No. It was, it I mean, was they, a, they drove us to the building. To the building and got us like, we skipped into the first part of the, you know, into that first like showroom. Yeah. Um, Still, yeah, that's a pretty, like I waited in that line when it first opened. Yeah, it was a good, probably close to, yeah, close to an hour before you're, you're done. Yeah. And I mean, it was, I mean, for the, for the people that had never done it, they you need that whole story to kind of get a little. Yeah, you're like, with a group of adults. It's a little bit better, but still, it, that's it weird. Was, it was it was okay, and then we went um, to Magic Kingdom, 
and they p- pulled us right around, and we did a, c- a couple little attractions. They had water for us. We went and did we did, went and did Jingle Cruise. Um, it's fun. The original safari, and then we had um, ended we ended at uh, the fireworks viewing area right there in the hub, and that that might be worth the whole price of the whole thing. <laughs> the reserve spot, the reserve spot for fireworks, and to watch fireworks and to not have yeah somebody's like umbrella. Used to, that used to be a fast pass option. I don't think it. I don't no. think there's a way to get that anymore. It's not even an option for Club 33 folks anymore, my friend. They've taken that perk away from them. <laughs> they there's some interesting things going on right now that are just like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. You know, it just, it, it's sort like it's of why feels- we're going for five days or we're going, yeah, somewhere around there more than that. We're doing two park days. We're doing an Epcot and a Magic Kingdom day. We're doing a, a, a night of a million lights yep. and we're doing, um, we may do Universal. Like that's on the table. Yeah. If we want to do like the Go holiday the parade, tra- tree trail at uh, at Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, we'll do those yeah. kind of things. But the the actual hard ticketed like parks, we're doing two days of our five days there. Um, and I think you're going to see a lot more of that in the near future. I think you're going to see a lot of people. I mean, we've joked on the shows like how much is too much. Well, we North, talk. We North, talk about the north of two hundred dollars for a a day at Walt Disney World. Is... Yeah, let's talk. We can talk about that. The price increases came, and, and look, I'm actually glad I made this decision. A couple weeks ago, our annual passes all came up, which supposedly those don't go up for like till the eighth. I think. No, but I mean they went up for renew. Right. I had to renew. I had to decide. We had to decide whether we were going to renew or not. Now we've been annual pass holders, except for a glitch that happened during the pandemic, where my daughters weren't, but they we got it worked out eventually. For that brief period, they were open. Uh, I've been an annual pass holder since 2007. Uh, at that point, tickets were around $350 yep. to $400 for an annual pass. 365 no blackouts, no reservations, $365. Now, that was 16 years ago now. No I G do have, plus. Just... Yeah, but I do have to like look at that and go, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it was a long time ago. Now, annual passes are north of $1,000 if you want no blackouts. Now, no blackouts doesn't mean you're going to get in every day, and that's a whole conversation because you have to have a reservation. But... And you only can have five reservations at a time. That being said, we were... Unless you have a on-property reservation. Yeah, and then you can have the length of stay. Plus another five. Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I never stay on property, so I don't know. I look at at this, and we try to make our decision whether we're going to do this or not, whether we're going to renew, because it's between the five of us is real money. Six grand. Yeah. Uh so we do it. We decide to do it. We're going to one more year. We're like, we'll give it one more year and, and we'll see if it works out. And I'm very glad we did because honestly, uh, knowing the amount of days we spend in the park, which is not all that much, we're not in the parks 100 days a year probably. We're probably in the parks 30 days a year, maybe, 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 maybe less than that, maybe 15. Uh, it still is a better deal than the new prices of what it looks to be for a five-day it's like a five-day ticket twice is essentially yes. the price of the annual pass. And, uh, and, and that's typically the break-even point on an annual it's pass. It's 10 days. It's two, yeah. it's two trips. Yeah. It's two trips of mul- two multi-day. If you're going to buy, t- have to buy two multi-day park hoppers a year, you're going to get that money back on discounts. Yeah. And potentially, if you do stay on property, you know, room discounts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's still some perks to it. Now, right now, you <laughs> right. can't even buy an annual pass, even though the prices have gone up, uh, and that's coming. But the prices did go up, and they've sort of changed the way pricing is handled. Yeah. Because now it's not, now it's park to park season, Yeah, and it can I, go from 100 bucks to 200 plus bucks a day. Now, they're saying those 200 plus bucks a day for like a Magic Kingdom is only going to happen at Christmas week. And it's like, yeah, but that's your most popular time of the year. So I understand that, that that's the demand is saying that it has to be that much, or is, is the reason it's that much money. But that means the majority of the people, let's be, look, I have to say this with the Airbnb, I'm always honest, is yeah, our rates like triple the week of Christmas. That's I mean, when you make a considerably more amount of money. So I get it, but it does feel a little... Uh, Ticketmaster dynamic pricing, and I'll be honest, don't go that week unless you do want to go somewhere where you can go and enjoy. I mean, it the parks the parks were were were, were crowded. I mean, there was definitely times where it was just like, yeah, this is this is this is a lot. 
Yeah. So we go the week leading up to Christmas typically, and and then you kind of bounce before Christmas. We do. We well, honestly, because at the Airbnb, we have One. to we have to rent out Christmas. That's the most profitable time of the year. <laughs> it's the <laughs> most. I know, but it's just true. <laughs> that's actually the that's actually the song. For the Guardians ride is the most probable <laughs> time. Because <laughs> from the week or the few days leading up to Christmas until about the week after New Year's is the is the peak, peak season. Yep. We usually book that a year plus in advance for people. So if you're looking honestly to go next year, this is the time to book because the prices are what they are. And someone will book likely Christmas week in the next eight weeks. We'll get Christmas. Yeah. We'll probably have Christmas booked for 2023. My favorite times of the year to go are honestly right after Thanksgiving. And right after New Year's. Mm. Those are two of my... Yeah, I mean, there are no more quiet times, but it's the more quiet times. Yeah. We have seen... Now, there was... there The, it, the demand has changed, but it does feel like the, the the chaos is still a little strong. And that's what I hear from my friends who live there, too, which is just... It's just... It's become much, so much more hectic. It, it is kind of unnerving. Yeah. Yeah, so we did the thing. Yep. Um... Went great. Went great. It was a fantastic weekend. Amazing. I'd, we, we've, we've actually put tickets on sale for next year for our alumni. But if you're a listener and already want, we're doing a ticket this year where you can go to both things because we're doing a Nashville thing and an Orlando thing. And so uh, excited. Nashville's going to be in the spring, in June, summer again? Okay, June. Yeah. Beginning of June is the current plan. Um, we're working on, there's a one, there's someone who's about to come by podcast who happens to be a speaker who has an event here on the, the first weekend of June. And uh, so trying to kind of work work around that, see if we can make it happen. And uh, yeah, the thing was great; it was a lot of fun. Had a couple of a couple of uh, WW Today and Top of the World listeners that have kind of ended up in our in our community, which awesome. is fun. And after the thing, uh, Leslie and I moved from the Wyndham over to the our a one bedroom at Saratoga Springs. Um, and we get the one bedroom because after the th- after you've been th- we you know we're there a long time, mm-hmm. so it's like you know what we really need is a washer and a dryer. <laughs> so You're like and a bedroom and a couch. Yes, uh, you um, can sit over here, and I can sit over here. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Let's have space. Well, we yeah. had the uh, the Wyndham gives me the presidential suite, which was super oh, well, nice. nice. So we have so you had plenty of room. We had space all weekend. It was nice. We had you know uh, Chef Callie, which if you if you are. Going to a vacation home, I highly or or have a room. Oh yeah, like you I need to, to hook me up with this because I got yeah. You know. Chef Chef Cowley's the bomb. He made uh, we're we're taking a group of people to Jamaica in 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 February, and so he made us a Jamaican like uh, kind of soul food. He kind of he called those Jamaican soul menu. All right, so it was super fun, and um, and then he uh, we had a speaker reception, and he made us uh, some killer charcuterie boards. Cool. Um, and that was that was fun. So we, then we went to uh, somehow we ended up post thing always ends up everybody kind of wants to go to Epcot. That's kind of the park everybody. So we ended up over. Um, it's Epcot. like the most communal park. Yeah, it's less about rides. It's more about you know group event group togetherness. Yes. So we did that, um, and I'm trying to remember even what I literally don't have a lot of memories of what okay. we actually did. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure we had some dining reservations. Um, it was also when we were starting to hear kind of rumblings of like, yeah, this hurricane might be a thing. Yeah. So uh, we kind of started to uh, to do that. And then we ended up over um, just hanging out with people. Um, I had a photo shoot the next day um, for Leslie and I. Um, not like cheesy couples photos, but like we both needed new headshots. Bart Scott did say, did you say Sheriff Callie made them food? Sheriff Callie. Chef Callie. Chef Callie. Sheriff Callie is from, it's like a Disney Junior show, right? Uh, <laughs> Sheriff Callie's Wild West. I think that's a that's pretty old reference. It's an old classic Disney Junior show, probably back it, from all the way back in 2013. Digging uh, deep there, Bart Yeah, Scott. no, I think it's, yeah, we all know Sheriff Callie. Yeah. Not Sheriff Callie, Chef Callie. Yeah. Who used to work at Ohana, Ohana and then Tom yeah, Lino's. Yeah. So. He makes a killer Ohana. I think he makes a better Ohana than Ohana makes. Um, that makes sense. Cause not made in mass and you know, yeah, yeah. And he still does all the stuff that like Ohana quit doing, like the peanut butter sauce and like. Um, so we did that. Had some park days. He walks around with the ukulele and <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> it's just an extra extra person. Yeah, there's stitches there. Yeah, no. pretty much. We did get to go see the new reopened Kona. Um, 
you know. I saw pictures. I mean, it's fine. There's, yeah. I mean, it's, I, honestly, I probably would not have noticed. I'll they be honest. They took down some of the old, like. Yeah. Yeah. Decor I mean, and replaced it with sort of generic. Generic, Decor. Yeah. I mean, it, you, if you had never told it me it was like a redone. It seemed like a real long time to be down. <laughs> right. For, like, it's like when you're, you come home and it's like, did you do anything? I don't think so. I don't see anything. So, yeah, we, we did that. And that was, you know, that was kind of the. And we kind of had a, just a low key days plan, and we kind of were, we're we were kind of realizing like, okay, this is starting to look like we're going to either need to get on a plane, and at the same time, Bono was here at the Ryman, and I was oh. like, is there a way to change my flights to get back to Bono? Man, I'm not even going to rub it in. Oh, dude, you, I can't you have, even. You have like, no idea how like like it may have changed my life, but I'm not going to rub it in because I mean I am not the U2 fan. You are. I am very casual U2 fan. Like yeah. I know the hits. You're right. And I've seen them once. I felt like I saw them. I like checked on the box. Like I've seen you yeah. Now over the last few years, I do feel like I've gotten more uh, connected with that music, and I do appreciate it a lot more than I did when I was like a you know, early twenties or teens. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that because uh, yeah. the whole time I was like, Terry should be here. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even have these tickets. <laughs> yeah. Like I got them for face value, and I'm sitting there dead center, <laughs> ninth row, Bono staring into my soul, and I'm like, dang it, I wish Terry was here. Yeah. Did Riker like it? He didn't end up going, so oh. I had an extra ticket. Oh, my god! And by gosh. the way, I offered to quite a few people, and most people were like, Bono, no. Now, here's the thing. The two of us together. Would not. I yeah. mean, I love you, and you know that I'm not a man of small size either. There's no way the two of us together. I, I was <laughs> I was squeezed. What I had the, the the pole was right next to me. Oh, the pole. Which I actually like, because it's you get it like a little, little bit room. A little, little extra room, yeah. But over here, but then I had a super U2 fan come up and she's like, can I sit right next to you? I was like, there's a pole. <laughs> like, like, She's like, I could fit. And she squeezed herself. She's little. She squeezed herself to where she's like, I couldn't see behind me. It was fine. But then there also was hardcore fans. It was such an interesting thing because I think it was, uh, and it, you know, there's not unlike the Disney kind of fan community. The U2 fan community are very oh, yeah. aggressive. And there, there are people who, I mean, I've met people at U2 shows because we don't really get general admission tickets because yeah. one, they're like, the cheapest tickets you right. can buy, and they're right in front the of the floor, band. Yeah. You know, the, the the front row tickets like that are like 500 yards away from the stage are like yeah. $700, yeah. but these are $49, right. and you're five feet from Bono. Yeah, I've seen you two probably 10 times, so yeah. So as this is all going on, we're, you know, I, I tried to book book a flight, grab some tickets on SeatGeek, and just as soon as the talks of the hurricane, the flights went nuts. Yeah, and like, they shut down the airport. The, the airport closed, and... I'll be honest from like, I don't want to make light of what a hurricane is. This wasn't much of one. No, I think it was more a, I think the big concern from this hurricane was still recovering from the last hurricane, which was a monster. Yeah. Uh, so I think they were concerned that if this one even was a close, close, it was going to just create a lot more problems. I think they were they haven't concerned fixed Orlando. yet. Orlando was concerned about wind and rain. Yeah. And so um, we well, saw it coming because yeah. I travel enough. So I was like. Let's just cancel coming home, and we know that we're going to do it. So let's just make the most of it. We'll get to we'll get to say what it was like to be at Disney during a hurricane. Yeah. Which, from the hurricane perspective, by the time we got to our room, it was only like a few hours. And really. the hurricane yeah. happened. I, I slept through the entire thing like a baby. Yeah. I mean, I, got it, I did just done a big live event. Yeah. But I will say Disney was a little on the indecisive, and it's like. It's kind of weird to be like, cast members are like, there's going to be some changes, but we don't know. Look at your apps. Yeah, I saw that. You know, it's just. I think the last time, because they had to be closed for multiple days or, or what yeah. it was, a day and a half, two days, there was that just concern of over-promising uh, what it would look like. Yeah. So I did, even though he's not here, he can watch the live stream and see this. Oh, I did you don't want to wait? All right. No, because I, I, I'm going to put it on Will's desk so he okay. comes back to it. This is like the park annual pass holder crazy thing. Oh, yeah. But you know Mr. Will Haynes is a huge Mr. Toad's fan. Oh, he's going to love that. So I've got him a you know, he's watching. Mr. Toad's popcorn bucket for the Will Haynes. I don't understand how that's a popcorn bucket, but well, it's awesome. Well, it goes in his... Uh, Mr. Toad takes the popcorn in the in the bumper, apparently. Okay, so, that's odd. And it's a, it's a nice but little... No, I I have... Um, and, Riker you know, got one that's a Mickey 50th, and it's awesome. And, like, don't, and don't accuse me of like not giving him the popcorn. Oh! So he gets his... Multicolored popcorn. That's stuff. nice. They didn't make you fill it up. No, like okay. it's just like you know, it comes like this. They were in. They were in the. What's the weird restaurant that's right by where the dessert parties are, in Magic Kingdom? You had to order the whole thing on your app. Um, 
but weird thing in the Magic Kingdom you, with the dessert part. Oh, uh, the noodle. No. Ta terrace. T Tomorrow Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah. You sort of noodles not really and stuff. in Tomorrowland, but it's there. Yeah, it's um, where we did the WDW Live when we did 20 Magical Reasons. Yeah. Uh, and then they to, shut down the parks. Did not go back to the parks. <laughs> they for shut a year. down the parks. Uh, but when we did that, that was uh, that was from there. Yeah. So it was uh, that was cool. Um, fun getting that. I saw he that. I love, was like, well, yeah, he'll hey, love he's going to need that. Yeah. Um, Ruined my Christmas gift to him, but it's okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know popcorn, it was. A, I will say, we give Disney a hard time. The popcorn experience. Get the app. It worked. It worked. After the figment fiascos, they figured <clears throat> no, it out. Because it was the day before the hurricane, there was just like, yeah, we've only done like 100 of these. Um, well, only 100 popcorn buckets sold today. <clears throat> well, considering figment, they sold probably thousands of 5,000 a, a, a day. Just mm -hmm. wild. But yeah, crazy. So yeah, we did that. And then we went over to, uh, as they were starting to hunker down, the parks all started to close at five. And then we went over to, um, Flying Fish, which is still one of my favorite restaurants on property. Yeah, newly, fairly newly opened. Yeah, right? newly reopened. I need to look at us going there when we're we're on our trip because we haven't been in years. Because yeah. they're closed for a while. No, closed for a while. And we took a group to, to Toledo, which you, you you you've had mixed. Toledo, uh, I I liked it visually. I love it, and I think our food was good. We had weird service, and yeah, and it was fine. It was expensive. I, I remember, but it was. I mean. I it's think. actually one of the cheaper. It was not expensive. Uh, maybe I'm putting. I'm thinking of two. Wait, Toledo is up on top of the, uh, the, the Riviera. No, no, Riviera is or not a Topolino. Topolino. I'm sorry, I'm getting all confused. The Riviera is one, or the, the one you're talking about has the pink kind of yeah, the giant roof. Yes, I did like that one. Visually, it was great. We just had weird service, but yeah, I think, I think, and it was I think good. service is. We had great service everywhere we went. <clears throat> um, but that's it's one of the few restaurants that I know. This sounds like the ultimate Disney not nice person. It's one of those restaurants because it is a, a, a bit nicer that I wish they were like, you know, screaming post-park kids. It's not the most, I would say this, it's just not the most appropriate dining well, for them. And it's also at a convention center hotel. It's, just saying, it's not, it won't be fun for them yeah. either. So I feel like it's an adult restaurant. Oh. But when we were there, it was like there was still tons of screaming children around. And I think we went on as like a date night uh, and someone watched our kids, which was awesome. But uh oh. So not to leave, not to leave. Uh, I got Logan something, which he probably oh. has already purchased for himself. Uh, probably. But no, I got no, no. Him the, uh, I have not. I can the, see the, the R6 SNO, yes. which was a little hard to find, surprisingly. The Christmas Droid the Builder. The Christmas Droid. It's very cool. Super cool. Droid so. Factory. Let me can I see this? Yeah. You super know, fun. mint on card. Yeah, like the uh, get a little card thing. It'll clean up real nice. It's a. That's uh, very cool. I kind of love these Droid Factories. If you're watching. I've kind of become a little like I haven't collected a ton, but like one of my biggest regrets in life, uh, no, one of my biggest regrets is not buying the um, SK, the droid from the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, I haven't one, but not the Droid Factory one. They have like four different versions. Yeah. I have a little bit bigger version because these go for like eighty bucks. I know I can't find them for cheaper, so we're gonna have to wait till the next time we go to. Or to someone who up. goes, if someone's going, you know, to the I've asked people and they're like. But I'm not buying you stuff. I'm like, you know, I do this stuff for y'all all the time, but it's fine. Um, the uh, I, I'm okay with it, but this is cool. It's like a little R2 snowman. I think it's really cool. R6 SNO. I started to get you the advent calendar, but I kind of had sticker shock. Yeah, no, I don't need that. I'm good. So it, was it, was, a, it was a it's a droid builder advent calendar. Yeah, and yeah I think get, I saw like, it. You get three droids. It is yeah, like because you buy it, it's like the arm, right? You open it up like, oh, there's an arm. Yeah, there's like, and it's like ninety dollars, and you get to build three droids. Yeah, it I'm just good. felt like yeah, because these aren't all that expensive. That's kind of one of the good parts about them. What are they? Yeah. 15 bucks, yeah, 15 like bucks, 60 yeah, bucks yeah. they're not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, that was a it. It feels like the merch is kind of coming back back because we had so much of the fiftieth stuff. Yeah, and if you didn't like blue and rose gold, you were kind of left out in <laughs> That's the. That's true. Um, Which I happen to love, so it was fine. I love all. That. You love some. You love your rose gold. I bought a. I bought a fifty dollar Starbucks cup. I'll be honest. The. Tumbler. Oh yeah, because I got one, not the bumpy one. No, I got one of the other, the, the ombre, the, the real like. I got, I got the ombre, gold. Oh, the the real the real tall like the tall one. Yeah, I've, and I feel weird drinking out of it. It's so expensive. I'm like, I mean, I mean, what am I gonna do with it? But just sits there. I'm like, I can only use this for very special occasions. <laughs> it feels odd, but for I do like it. Coffee. It is, yeah. Yeah. So now every coffee cup is fifty dollars. Like, high. Like, my wife drinks of the Stanley cups and got me one. They're awesome. I love them, but they're like fifty dollar 
you know, yeah. we've kind of gotten to that point where a double insulated cup is 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 going to cost you fifty bucks. Yeah. So we had we had a fun trip. In you know we made the most of the hurricane. That we really just kind of <laughs> lost a night. Yeah. Um. We got an extra day, which. We were kind of at the point we were just ready to. I, I wish we'd have gone home and gone to the Ryman to see you too, but um, that's kind of the. It is what it is. We made the most about it, and you know we got an extra day. So back to what I said. Let's do the let's do an Airbnb ad, and then I'll. I'll All tell right, this yeah, story. we'll do the we'll do the final wrap up here. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for a place to stay, there's nowhere better than our Orlando vacation home. It's only about like from the closest property. You're talking about like it's just a few miles from Animal Kingdom. Uh, go to Airbnb.com. It's five-bedroom luxury vacation home rental in the private neighborhood of Reunion. Uh, there's also unlimited water park access, a lot of great perks that come with it. There's a private pool, private hot tub, a, uh, a pool table, video games, arcade games, and uh, themed rooms. It is uh, the greatest place to stay, and it's not just because I own it and promote it. I also use it all the time. And look, we just had one of our listeners stay there this week, and they specifically said it changes the way that they travel in Orlando because they realize how different it can be when you have the space and the kitchen and washer and dryer, like you said, and all of this where your kids can go to sleep and you can hang out or your kids can go play in the playroom and you can be in the living room watching your own stuff. It's just, it's having a great uh, luxury vacation option, but a whole private home for you. So go to Airbnb.com. That's ear, the letter B, the letter N, the letter B, .com. We currently have, a. there's actually a little bit of an opening from December 1st through the 15th, if you're interested. And then it starts to get uh, you know, busy, especially in the, we're already sold out for the month of February and, and portions of March. So if you're looking for stays next year, Airbnb.com. Always click that contact button, reach out to me directly. And I try to, if I can't offer a special price, I can try to offer some perks to do something for WW Today listeners, or at least be uh, a bit of your concierge for you. So Very nice. There you go. That's my so, pitch. So yeah, man, if you're listening and you're like, not sure... Take advantage of that December action. You can go down and see all the Christmas stuff. Yeah, we actually did get to go. We were there the day right as it opened. They basically ro- we basically rope dropped it. The uh, gingerbread house at the uh, Grand Floridian. That's something that kids talk every year. That's one of the must must stops. Double in size. It looks huge on the pictures. It's massive. Yeah, it's it's and it's like cool dark. Like they did kids say it looked like they burned the gingerbread. <laughs> like, it does kind of have that. The look. gingerbread house is well uh-huh, done uh-huh. this year. And all the resorts have. Um, the Beach Club has a great has a great um maybe it's the I never can remember which is the yacht and which is the beach. Both of them have great Christmas. One has like a, a carousel. I think it's the beach that has the carousel. Um where all the horses are done up like Disney princesses. That yeah, one. one of them does. We usually see it, but I forget which which one is. We usually walk through all of those. Yeah. It, and it's it's great. Um so on on th- I guess when we knew the parks were closing, we were over at the studios. Because the one thing I kind of wanted to, which I did not, we did not go see Fantasmic Shocker. Just it's not, it's not my favorite show at Walt Disney World, and, and the crowds were. It just seems crazy to try. To yeah. Now, granted, it, yeah. they did do a DVC showing when we were there, and they did an annual pass, and those both were were pretty pretty empty. Yeah. Um, it looks like the late to get into it was crazy. Oh but man, that's the, my friend went to um, the annual pass because once you got in, it was like. Half, there. Well, but he's like, but to get in, you had to like line up all the way down, like almost to the front of the park. Yeah, that and that's the that's kind of what kills the vibe of that show for me. Is like by the time you get there, it's just you know I haven't seen it in years. I mean, we're I we're not gonna go this trip, but maybe next time. Yeah, it you know it is what it is. We wanted to do um, just to kind of see if you, I hadn't done. We've kind of ignored Star Tours just because it you, you get so caught up with Galaxy's Edge that you forget mm-hmm. Star Tours is there. So we went and did did that, and then of course did uh, Primetime Cafe. Of course, which is man, what Primetime Cafe and um, Whispering Canyon are down to a shadow of what they once were. Just not the theming, and the I mean we had we just, had I told you we had a pretty rough Whispering Canyon. They did nothing, you know. They did ketchup. Ketchup was really all that was happening. They was, didn't do that way. We were out of it. Remember, they're like, "Here's packets." I'm sorry, we're out of ketchup. <laughs> like, so we don't get to do that whole thing. And they were like, "We're sorry," but. And that was, and yeah, so there no, wasn't much else. Yeah. There's no pony races. In fact, the first thing, that was one of my favorite things. One of my was, friends went a few weeks ago and there was. I think it's just hit or miss. It's not consistent. Yeah. And that's the problem. You're paying the same amount of money. They have, it's not consistent. We did not, we, th- we, we, we thought we were going to do the, the skillets there. And we did the, uh, they do like a, like a brisket hollandaise sauce over like an open cheddar biscuit 
It was great. It was a great <laughs> breakfast. Um, so don't don't not do it just because you don't want like a big all you can eat skillet kind of thing. Yeah, and it was just don't expect the theming it once had. Yeah, don't expect to. I mean, it was definitely fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't like I remember the first time I took adults there, and they were like, "This is the craziest thing I've ever yeah, seen in my life." It's not obnoxious, which it used to be in a good way. In a good way, yeah. It was just something like, "How does this exist in the world?" Mm-hmm. And um, randomly at at Wilderness Lodge, there was a photo pass photographer that was just like, "You want some photos?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Take a couple photos of us." Last time we were there, we were glad because characters showed up in the middle of the hotel. Yeah, there was yeah. there was some some of that too. Like, yeah. I like that. I love. Yeah, I, I think you're starting to see more. I was expecting to see more of that with kind of the hurricane stuff, but we, you know, we we did not get to see any of that. Yeah. Um, so we went to guest services because I was like, we've stayed an extra day, and one of the things they did that was super frustrating was when they locked things down for the hurricane, they basically shut all the reservation systems off for everything. So we're we're the kind of people that move our reservations, which they've just made a huge dining change. Where you can change your dining reservations up to two hours before your reservation. Okay. Which most of us have kind of been figured out how to do figured that. Figured out how to yeah. do it anyways. <laughs> um, but still. But still. At least now it's not as. Now it's, you don't it's have not to that feel like 24 have, hours trying to figure it out. You, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how that changes the dynamic. And if people like will make them and let them go. And um, it's always fun to let them go and know, hey, someone's about to get a reservation they've wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, still, haven't so, seen, still haven't seen a Space 220 ever. Ever. No, ever. Never seen it pop up. Um, I almost asked our guide, like, hey, I just took care of you guys. You want to get me a... Yeah. Know? I would have totally done that at the VIP day, been like, we're going to eat there. And they probably would have said no. Right. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> would have said no. Yeah. And that was the one thing we did on the tour. Is like, I knew that we had seven hours. Yeah. And we weren't going to waste... An hour doing... An hour eating. Yeah, I get that. Because it would be two and a half hours, and mm-hmm. it would, would, not, would not have been worth it. So I did not have a park reservation, because we were supposed to be home. And so I went to guest services and was like, hey, the front desk said, hey, we extended our stay. Just, you know, we'll get it. So the guest services person could not extend our, get us a park reservation for the day we had to stay because we were stuck. Yeah. Now, granted, you knew there was plenty to be had because there were tons of people who couldn't fly in because yeah, the canceled, airport was closed. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't cancel because there was no way. I mean, he eventually had to go find someone to make it happen. But the, I think the biggest problem that the parks are facing, you know, I promised you this kind of tidbit is that the authority has been taken away from the people who have the ability to solve the problems. And um, because of that, you know, you're seeing a lot of things happen that just shouldn't be happening in the Disney park. And, you know, I knew to ask, had I been a regular, like normal person and not known, I would have gone, hey, well, we're here. We paid extra points to stay or we have paid extra money to stay an extra night because we're stuck and wouldn't have been able to use, wouldn't have been able to do anything with it. Yeah. And I'd have been really upset. Yeah, and honestly, there are times that I've had that happen just because I'm I don't want to deal with it. And now I'm not again. We're not normal guests. In the fact that we go quite a bit, but I've had that where it's just like I. My wife is more the opposite. She will probably push and push and get, but I get to the point where I just get I want to throw up my hands and just go. This is not worth my day to figure. I mean, a lot of times it is hours. Yes. To figure it out, you're on hold for an hour and a half, two hours. You're waiting in lines. You're doing all this stuff. That is the most frustrating. And you're right. It seems like if your VIP tour guide couldn't get you on the front of line for whatever. The, the other person's probably not going to be able to help you either. So, but you were able to get something. Yeah, we got we got park reservations. We went to, to I think we literally rode two things and got Starbucks coffee and left. <laughs> you know, just because we were, I had to go to our storage unit and, you know, kind of get ready to, you know, plan for the next trip. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, I mean, we had a, we, we made the most about it. I, I, I think Disney parks is at a crossroads where they're going to have to decide, do they want to be the remarkable guest experience? They Do they want to be known for that? Yeah. I mean, e- Epic is coming in hot and fast. I mean, there's I watched some of the footage for the construction. Yeah, two and a half years away, Yeah, probably. but buildings are, I mean, they're shit. Yeah, no, they're, they're building it. They're building. Tw- it'll be open the summer of 2025. Yeah, and they're not just talking about it. They're actually building. Um, yeah. you, know, tr- you know, we'll see. I, I think Disney's in a very interesting place where, I think you're going to see a lot of people do more like, I'm just going to go and go enjoy the resorts because the resorts do have a lot to offer. Um, I think you think you're going to see people enjoy more of Central Florida. Um, and we always say that demand goes up, ticket prices go up, and people seem to still come back. But I do agree with you that it feels like that uh, that tide. And look, we've, we've saw it over the years. I think as things were closed, people did start to find other stuff in the Orlando area that wasn't just Disney. But 
I'm hoping, like you are, that kind of it can course correct and yeah. it can get back to feeling how it did. Because I've never had a great experience with Genie Plus once. I've done it now multiple times. Every time I almost get suckered into feeling like I have to do it, and I do it because, yeah, it may save me some time here and there, but it, it doesn't work great. Then I get, you know, they change the way that different passes work. And you're, you're like my wife and I aren't even attached on our accounts anymore. We can't figure it out. We know if we call them, we could probably figure it out, but that's going to be an hour and a half wait. And we're like, we'll just each have a separate account. It's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. But you should go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you should go and know just how to guard your expectations. Yeah. Like one, I, one of our friends are going, they haven't gone with their kids ever. So they're going in a few months and I'm like, all right, how do I, how do I help them? Like, how do I, cause it's a hard time to, to be that Disney friend for a yeah, lot of people. I mean, if you're a not, if you're not like a, pro level Disney person and I mean like you own DVC and have an annual pass use a travel agent for the love let them yeah I mean we had issues and like you know John Rogers who's one of our thing people who booked the tour for us like I let him deal with it you know like I'm enjoying my day and he's solving the Disney problems and so um yeah I still definitely think that you know using a travel agent is more important now than ever and you know am i you know am i renewing my annual pass yes am i going back yes but have i am i lowering my expectations a little bit yes as prices are going up yeah yeah. and i think that's the you know if i didn't have an event in orlando i don't know you know like if it wasn't part of like if the thing wasn't in orlando was yeah, I think it's it's different for everybody. And we're doing yeah. it now as our kids are still sort of in the age where it's still really fun. But as they get into their, you know, my son's 10 now, uh, as they get a little older, you know, the universal will start come calling more, you know, yeah. more. And that will be the that will be the questions. If in five years we're still talking about being annual pass holders or if we've moved on to other things. I think we probably will be. I think my wife and I will be. Especially if they're not for sale for people, we'll probably still. Yeah, and some of it's that. Some of it's like a weird, like, Fear of not having the option if you're and they open for Disneyland f- for 36 hours. Oh, and they shut it down again. Shut it down again. Ah, see, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know, and 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 you guys have heard. I'm not even. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even like Universal. It's not even my favorite park <laughs> experience. Yeah, you love it, right? Like, yeah. It's, I, mean, we, I mean, I like a few things about it, but yeah, dude, they're rolling out the red carpet for annual pass holders. If you're an annual pass holder. You get there basically like hotel access after four o'clock right now. Yeah. So at, at four o'clock, you can just start walking on attractions. You don't need anything special or a guide or. Yeah. You just like a higher end pass, but right. Right. Yeah. yeah but like the higher end annual, but it's like me having the high end Disney pass. Yeah. But I mean, it's like a five or $600 pass. It's not like you've got yeah. to have like a $2,000 pass no. or anything. You don't have to have any, you don't have to buy a day extra. And honestly, parks after four are better than they are before four yeah. normally. So um, yeah. And I think it's just. Um, I think that you just got to be aware. And I I think some of this is going to shake down. I feel like it's been interesting to watch how it's shifting from the Disney community talking about it to like Jim Cramer. On yeah, mainstream MSNBC. press. Yeah. Mainstream press is starting to go, how did we, how did Disney, the brand that taught us how to do great customer service, not know how to listen to their guests anymore? Yeah. And so it's, 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 it's an interesting time. Um, if if you can afford it, I highly recommend doing a VIP tour. Kind uh, of though, but you said that you don't get to the. I don't know, but you should if, go with right expectations. If, if 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 you have limited time, yes, okay, and you actually want to ride stuff, <laughs> and you have a more than two people, and don't have like a DAS or other opportunities, yeah. like spend six thousand dollars and do. It's not always six thousand. No, I, know, I think I it know. was it, it was like forty something. The day. But I mean, dude, that's it's it was a lot of money. It's a lot know? of money. It, it it comes down to an average of around five hundred dollars a person if you max it out. If you max out the tour, yeah. and so find another cup, another family, and yeah, it does or go on Star Cruiser for two nights. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, Star Cruiser's not not having a, a not great having a run great, right not now. Not having a great time. A lot of quiet, a lot of quiet cruises going on right now. And that's it's it's an amazing. I mean, I've not done it, but I can tell it's an amazing. It's the greatest themed experience I've ever had, and it's a shame. I mean, I think the I think you you sold everyone who was going to go everyone like me that was like i don't really care, don't care. what the I'm price going. is i'm gonna figure it out because star wars means that much to me those people all went yeah those people have all gone and now you gotta figure out what to do and it's uh, either going to be they're gonna have to either do a post park closure 
which I've said they should have done from the beginning where you go. Something special, yeah. Something over the top. I mean, dude, how much would you pay to dine under the Falcon and Galaxy's yeah. Edge? Yeah, or they, they go to more limited dates instead of it being Ropen 365. Uh, but I think, I mean, there's some, I mean, it's it's an expensive operation, I'm sure, with all the cast and, and everything you have to do. And I know they've cut the deck to limited dining. They've done one seating instead of two. So you know there's actually quite a bit less people on board. Uh, and then I think what they'll really have to do is do the, the the cardinal sin of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is embrace the, whatever the most popular era is of Star Wars right now. And it is not the Kylo Ray era. We're in the era of the TV shows. We're in the era of still of the Mandalorian. If you embrace that or embrace the original trilogy, I think you, honestly, maybe if you embrace the, the sequel tra- or the prequels, you may have a better thing. Or just switch up the story, have another option. If they had said, hey, this year for two weeks, we're going to do something this life day, this Christmassy. Come down for it. Done. Paid the money. Would have gone. I, 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 a life day experience. I would have yeah, done. Would have done it. So I think those Just are the kind it's of things. Stupid and ridiculous. Yeah, those are the kind of things that if they if they were trying to cater back to me to go again, that's what you do. But again, that's giving a brand new script. That's new actors. That's a ton of work. So it's not just going to be able to flip and do that. But they do it kind of on the on the cruise lines. They, yeah. they switch to the Halloween, Halloween and Christmas lines. So so start offering stuff like that, and they'll yeah. get some return customers. Until then. I know friends that are going back, but they're not going back for another two years. We've predicted it. 2023, there will be a life, de- life day experience. They sell enough merch now. They have tons of oh, life yeah. day merch I, out. I, I saw a bunch of people going around Disneyland with the uh, Trader Sam's uh, pearls. With the pearl? With the with glowing? The, with the red light in it. <laughs> yeah. with, with their life day orbs. So That's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think. Last time I went to Trader Sam's, like, look, the pearl. And they're like, man, the it's broken. Here you go. Here you go. Like, Thanks, know. kids. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably wrap up. Yeah, We've been doing this like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was a fun episode. I think. I ho- hopefully, sweating. everybody didn't just hear us yammer about it. And there's still. I mean, it's it's still the most magical place on earth. It just yeah. ain't what it used to be. Yeah. And I think you just you need to be. I'll aware come of back it. with with our Christmas trip. We'll come back before then too. But you know, I, I think we'll have a good time again. A lot of it's expectation setting, and and we we do that here. We're we'll back with the rest of the crew. Here soon, so. Yeah. All right, Dave, well, thank you. You want, you want to promote anything? I mean, you're kind of off the thing right now. Off the thing. But yeah. new things. New things coming. Taking a group of uh, leaders Jamaica. to Jamaica in, in February. It's and my 15th anniversary, so, I mean, in February, and we've talked about Jamaica. I don't know if I will be doing the thing. <laughs> I don't know if I could tell Amanda, hey, by the hey, way, babe. we're going to an entrepreneurial convention. Happy anniversary, 15 years. We made it this far. Uh but Jamaica sounds fun. We're hanging with Terry Weaver. <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah, I mean, we love y'all. We love you and Leslie, so it would be fun. But I don't know if it would go over well. Yeah. I don't think if I pitch it. What if we're just there? I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could have dinner. It'd be good. We'll see. Good times. Where is it in Jamaica? It is say? in Montego Bay. At the at the. Do you fly? How do you get there? So you, we we. I'm, typically, I'm just curious. <laughs> Maybe so I'm when doing we go some to Jamaica, we, we typically go to. Um, Southwest does go technically direct, like you could book a flight from here, but we typically make a stop in Orlando. Okay. And then typically either, either before or after we'll go to, we'll make, do a Disney. This time we're planning on before. And then we typically come back through Fort Lauderdale. So we actually do book two separate flights. And the reason why I do that is because we, when we do vacations, I like to use free flights. So use my free flights to get to Orlando, my miles, and then I pay for my Jamaica flights. It's cheaper from there. That makes sense. Because when you do, when you use your flight for Jamaica, like there's like two hundred and fifty dollars each leg in like Jamaica taxes. Or gotcha. All right, um, cool. I know but, people don't really care, but I was just curious. <laughs> no, but Montego Bay is where most a, a good number of the resorts is, and Southwest flies right in there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, it's a, a, a decent airport, and <laughs> it's like two and a half hours, two hours from Orlando or Fort Lauderdale, so it's not that far. No, it's a pretty quick flight. Um, but yeah, we love Jamaica. All right, cool. All right. Well, until next time, thanks for listening. Uh, Go to Airbnb.com. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. And we'll see you on the next show.